0: Welcome to the pre-Giro d'Italia Cycling Central podcast with a possible detour into the fraught waters of sexism, sexism in cycling. I'm Philip Gomes and joining me are Anthony Tan, Ride Cycling Review editor Rob Arnold and Rachel De Bear. Now,
1: what's You new? almost I- said it then. Uh- that's a Rob, new one. Uh, sorry, it's, yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got a new one. We I, do was, an I, intro? Call, I called
1: Phil Rob, and I was about to say the way Phil said my name, it's almost sounded like I was the Ride Cycling Review He went, Anthony Tan, Ride no, Cycling Anthony's Review. No, Anthony's got nothing to do no. with Ride. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we no, just no, sit no. next to each other once I, every yeah. Thursday. Occasionally, <laughs> <I had> something.
2: <laughs> once or but, twice, ten years ago, you had a piece in the mag. <laughs>
0: So, Was it, it's, so it's been about brutal. that far wasn't it oh, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 a shitty review
1: on a bike um <laughs> uh anthony what's what's happening with you uh now i'm just thinking to 10 years ago when i did contribute to Rock. <laughs> I, I remember writing a piece on a guy called lance but yeah mm. uh, anyway, whatever know. happened to him <laughs> Uh, Rob, he's good. You're you're going somewhere today. Tell I'm us about going,
2: it. I'm going to go up the coast after we've finished talking today. I'm going to go and ride a couple of stages of the Tour de Cure.
0: And who else will be you, will you be riding with? There are a, a couple p- of notables, I think. Guys I think who uh, may be
2: professionals? A guy called Jens Voigt. And there was another uh, guy, too. No, I don't know. I haven't really uh, looked at the start. Is it the
0: McEwen guy?
2: Oh, Robbie. I think he only did a couple of stages uh, earlier. I don't know right, if he's okay. come all the way down. I don't know what the drill is. I'm going to turn up. Yep. I'm gonna say hello to everyone, and then uh, click in in the morning and follow my nose.
0: Okay, that that's and
2: a, and a wheel, but because I'm not going in the wind.
0: That's pretty much a, yeah. just sit behind Yenzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah he exactly. loves the wind. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but that it should be great. It seems like an epic adventure.
0: Now, uh, this new entrant uh, to this uh, this chair over here is, is Rachel LeBear. and um, uh, some of you may know her as Tour de Couch on uh, on Twitter. And really, what better way to watch cycling than on the couch? You know, because you can't really watch it while you're riding a bike. And uh, Rachel's, uh, Rachel's been uh, doing some work for us here at Cycling Central over the last few months as well, which uh, we're really grateful for. Um, what's happening?
3: I'm um, trying to bank some sleep because you're, I'm doing all the nights. For the, for, for for the, the Giro. jury.
2: Italia, that's right, yeah. So it's, it's can you bank sleep? Does no, it, you know, work it, does, it doesn't
3: no, work. I no, can no, tell no. you that. Lost <laughs> sleep
0: is lost sleep. I can tell you that for a fact. I think, I think every Australian cycling fan... Knows that lost sleep is lost sleep and you never make it up. Yeah. Right? Because every race is late at night. So, what do you got planned? How, what's your strategy?
3: Um, well, yeah, just uh, probably just do a block of sleep when I get home, wake up at a normal time like nine or ten, try and get some daylight and have a nap in the afternoon and then do it all again, rinse, repeat.
0: <laughs> Coffee, high
3: <hard Yeah>. drugs. <laughs> and don't don't answer
1: any phone calls from phil you know (laughs) when when you're in your midday slumber but but
2: you're the original you're the original dual screener aren't you is that what you call what are those people what the the two screens
0: no no she's yeah
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. is that a word is that a person I don't know. <laughs> but you've been, you've been watching and commentating for oh, years yeah, yeah. That's is my point.
1: Yeah. 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 i just have the Twitter stream running yeah, and yeah. then the other screen is actually work <laughs> yes. slash emails.
0: And, and engaging the engaging coverage. in a conversation, shouting at each other. When you're doing that, is
3: yeah. it on
1: the
2: phone or the computer?
3: I'll be the computer this, uh, this time.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. Um I think we should get started and what we're gonna we're gonna talk about, which is primarily the Giro d'Italia. We're on the eve of the Giro d'Italia, which uh, starts Friday night, Aussie time in Appeldoorn in the Netherlands. And it will be all here on Cycling uh, Central, uh, SBS uh, broadcast, and the web, your mobile device of choice, pretty much everything. So let's start at the beginning. I I guess we'll start with you, Anthony. Um, Yet another Giro d'Italia. Your thoughts on what you think... May evolve in this race.
1: Well, I've uh, downloaded. I downloaded the Giro app, the Giro tracker app yesterday. So I'm, I, I mean, I, I pretty much use that. I, I dismissed it for a, a couple of years, the Tour tracker one, because I just thought, oh, this is bogus. For, yeah, just hmm. for fans only. And then I realised I am a fan, so I need to <laughs> download it. And then I realised how good it was when you had. You can just switch between all the different moto. Uh, and then sometimes you picked up race radio on the motos, which was that was a Tour ludical. de France.
0: That was a Tour. We won't have that with the Giro. Oh,
1: okay. right? that was
0: unique to the Tour. But yeah, that was that was a that was actually a surprise last year because we had planned on doing that, yeah. on getting these, these these additional feeds. Yeah. But how that evolved turned out to be just an absolute goldmine. It was actually quite fun.
1: Yeah, uh, was the whole race radio hearing the race radio on the, one of the motos just serendipitous, or was Yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, we had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes things just fall right into your lap. So. No, it was cool.
1: Was that's
0: that's a good plug for the device. So you can actually watch the race while you're under the duna. Right? You have the covers over your head?
3: Yeah.
2: Right? That's how that's how I've been preparing. Aren't you normally doing other things under the duna?
0: <laughs> well, like uh, sleeping well, or or yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> the uh, are you watching it on a tablet or a phone?
1: Uh probably I think I'm just going to go the TV actually. Like oh, you're gonna do TV this year? Yeah, well, t- oh, right, okay. t- I yeah. think uh, you know. Does that I'm, make him I've a got, Luddite, Phil? <laughs> Is that what <laughs> you're saying? <laughs> no, no, I, I go TV really, plus <laughs> TV plus iPhone. I'm not right. sponsored by Apple any, I mean, You can just yeah, say yeah, smartphone. Right. Okay, smartphone. <laughs>
0: okay, so that, that takes care of that plug again, and, yeah. and really the, the the whole watching methodology. Mm. What about the race? Um, what, a, oh, <laughs> the sport, the race. Do you remember that? Well, I know there's like <laughs> you know racing? they have flat
1: stages, <laughs> mountains. No, I'm. I guess I, I just think this is a. It's all set for a great year. I I really I should I shouldn't say I don't care about the sprint stages, but I I care more about the GC because I I've covered many many Grand Tours in the field and sort of remotely, and I just like how it all. Unfolds and yeah, it takes me a while to get into it, but you know, by probably week two, I'm ready into it, especially with the Giro because they tend to throw in some spicy stages earlier on than they do with, say, the tour.
0: Would you say, Rob, that the Giro is more of a GC riders race than anything else?
2: I don't know, I never thought of it that way, Hmm. but uh, by week four, I'm really ready. I know. Week four, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) when they get to Turin. I know who's going <laughs> to win, but uh, other than that, I don't have a, a great deal of forecast for this one. I haven't I haven't studied it in detail. We're already, believe it. I'm not preparing the tour guide, yep. and so I'm sort of got my head in France, and, and Anthony knows the Italian landscape better than I. So uh, he, he's going to have to talk us through the specifics of each uh, destination. Well, Or maybe
3: Rachel knows. I don't oh, know. He's
0: yeah, a bit know. of an Italian. Well, actually, no, let, let, let's do that. Let's, let's oh, test. Let's put her to the test. I was
3: just going to say it's going to be a tasty Giro this year. Um, there's just the sprinting, sprinting, sprinters field. It's got got Kittel, Kittel Ewan, Greipel, Damar, Viviani. I mean, that's, that's an amazing field for um, the sprinters alone. GC? Uh, we got Lander, Nibbly, Chavez. You, you, how do you say Duran? Duran? Urine? <laughs> um, Urine. Yeah. Oh, Rig- nice. Rigoberta, Uren. Rigoberta. Rigoberta. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, and uh, all, Dumoulin, all...
2: Dumoulin, are we going to care about yep. him or are we only worried about him when it's in Holland?
3: Yeah. Uh, I, he said. Yeah, everyone's like talking him up, but he actually said to in a press statement that he, he wasn't going for GC this year. But mm. but the the time trials, especially the pro- prologue at home, I, I reckon he'll be in pink after the prologue.
0: The, That'd be cool. The yeah. writers that that are in, are in the um, are in the frame for GC are Alejandro Valverde, who surprisingly yeah, enough Valverde. at thirty six mm. uh, plus is doing his first year at Italia, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ilnor Zakarin from uh, Katusha, yeah. who's a revelation, uh, but we'll see how he goes. Esteban Chavez, obviously. Vincenzo Nibali, who's won the race before. Mm-hmm. Italian, uh, he'll be super motivated. Mikael Landa from Team Sky, uh, who is going to be in a leadership role for the first time in a, in a, in a grand tour. So that will be interesting. He's Dumoul- my favorite. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, if Dumoulin, you look
2: at that list, yeah. yeah. Sorry. But Anyway, D- continue, continue. Dumoulin, who so we've so.
0: mentioned. Uh, Rigoberto Duran Duran. Um <laughs> Uh, and and then probably from a secondary standpoint, you've got uh, two riders in Raffle Micah from Tinkoff and Steven Kryzik from uh, Lotto NL Jumbo. Uh, yeah. uh, you know who are all guys who can do top ten high GC placings because they've done that before. Yeah. So you know that's that's effectively what the what the GC looks like. I think anybody else is really not going to be in a game. And really after the first week and a half. I think that'll sort itself out as well.
2: And what's your feeling on the OGE uh, experiment here? they feel full-on going for GC. Actually,
0: let's... Uh, let Anthony, write, because you've
1: done a blog on the website <laughs> about this. Uh, yeah, Yes. Yeah. Let's let's plug my blog. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> no, I, I would say... I mean, when you looked at... You, when you went through those contenders, Phil, it's... Yeah, I'm not really so concerned about the Yot- Lotto, Yumbo guys because I, I don't even... Uh, Uh, to be brutally honest, I don't rate them. I don't think they can win. But what makes this Giro exciting for me is that there's probably six guys who can win. Uh, I remember having this conversation with Cam Meyer. You know, he was sort of touted as OGE's Grand Tour hope for the future. And then when it didn't really eventuate, uh, he said, look, uh, there's only about five to seven guys in the world who can win a Grand Tour, and I don't think I'm one of them. So... Uh, he, he said, first, I need to try and win a one-week stage race like Romandy or Paris Nice or something like that." And but there's a, probably six guys who can win this race this year. So it's apart from uh, Froome and Quintana, the, these you know these the big hitters are here. And I think with the way with the Olympics this year, uh, the World Championships, uh, just the way that structured, and it being an, 18, being an Olympic year. Uh, some of them are doing Giro Vuelta. So we know that Giro Tour going for GC is not possible. As a domestique, yes, you can ride both, but uh, not as a leader. So that that's what makes it quite compelling right from the outset for me. And as Rachel mentioned, the, this is the first time we're going to see Ewan competing against the big boys. I mean, this is what we I, I wanted to see probably at Tour Down Under. I mean, yes, okay, you, nabbed a couple of stages there but for me it almost meant nothing and I know Richie Port's one of his favourite lines you can't only beat who you can beat that's true but I need to see Ewan up against these guys before I can pass some sort of judgement on his sprinting prowess Rob thoughts on Ewan? On
2: Caleb I think he'll win a stage yeah Uh, I mean we look at the first few that's you know he's going to be fresh he's going to be towards the end it's going to be a different scenario he's going to have like everyone, have gone over the mountains and he might not be going. But if you look at the Vuelta last year, he had a ripper of a start. He won a stage there. He beat Sagan. That was a pretty healthy sprint. Um, and uh, the, But really going into Nijmegen and Arnhem, uh, it's that's not down in the bottom of Holland. So there's no hills at all. Flatter's attacked the whole day. The thing that that's... Could be potentially uh, we've seen it in Holland before because we've had welters and giros and tours start in Holland recently, is that there's fair dose of road furniture, so we all want to make sure that they all get out of that first frenzy you know in, in, in good condition and without having smacked into a bit a bollard in the middle of the road. Um, but I think Caleb's got the kick that he requires. I think he's got the confidence. I think've we've, we've always talked him up um there's generally that th- th- we talk Australians up to knock them down but I think we can keep on getting pretty excited about what Caleb's got to offer
0: yeah um any thoughts on the support that Caleb has with Orca Greenage because well, I've seen that Luka Mesic is, is is one of the guys they brought him over from um, from Jan Allison mm. so I'm we're I'm assuming that Mesic will be uh, um the handoff in the last couple of hundred
3: yeah well I, well, I, I suppose they've got the team based around Chavez but I'm, I'm sure they'll probably Try their hardest For Caleb In the in those flat stages But I, I don't really know Who else is happy there
2: On there Sorry yeah. So Heppy.
0: yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Spain, yeah. Tuff, Spain Tuft
2: Wow wow That's cool Sven
0: right. Uh Damien Housen
2: Very right. nice And
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Just so people know Damien had The ride of his life At Tour of Romandie Last week He ended up nice. right. 24th or 16th. something 16th 16th Sorry Damien Wow that's <laughs> pretty right. good So that It'll be interesting minutes, to then. see How he as a rider Pulls up After that he would have gone deep for that, mm. Mm. so it'll be interesting to see how he pulls up for the Giro again, mm. because those are some seriously good signs, uh, you know, for a rider of his quality or his promise mm. that he might show like he might be a, a full three week kind of rider. Because torrent Romandy is not an easy race to to ride well,
1: absolutely. So, mm. um, it's, it's a good sorry, yeah. Phil. It's a good point though. I mean, mm. to mention the the what's been offered as a sprint train for OGE because. Caleb is up against it. I, I, I believe, yeah, he has the potential to win a stage, but he, you know, when you've got guys like, from, like Kittel from Etix and uh, then Gripel, you know, from Lotto Sudal, I mean, they are going to have full on sprint trains. So yeah. whether Caleb's sort of, you know, he's Cavendish esque, you could say, and he can sort of, whether he can do what Cav has done quite well and particularly Robbie McEwen so successfully before him uh, was kind of right surfed the wave of the other teams I think that's what he's going to have to do
0: Mm. yeah um Rachel yeah sorry sorry, no go ahead Rob yeah go ahead Uh, we're going
2: to sort of reference the sort of false start that happened with Simon Yates well, we're talking about OGE. You know could could we have chucked <laughs> the Yates twin in to help Chavez, for example? Could they? But ha- they not need, do us? they
0: do they need them because um, they've got uh, the two new hires from? Uh, oh, ah, yeah, yeah. Have they got Plaza? Plaza. Yeah, yeah, Plaza. Yeah, they yeah, got Roman Plaza huh. and Amet Yeah. Um, who are phenomenal climbers. So mm-hmm. we're expecting to see them sitting by Chavez for the majority of the stages. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I think the rest of the guys will sort of do what they need to do to sort of take care of the team. In the first, say, 100 kilometers, you know, it's it's these guys are, are pros. Yeah. they've been around for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah when you've so. got a when you've got a petite guy like Chavez, you you actually you look at the way BMC is morphed into how they structure their Grand Tour teams, and it's become, they used to throw in a lot of it used to be quite climber heavy. Now, the the first week is so crucial. They've gone ruler almost oriented, if you like. And I think oh, – I, I like OG's team for supporting Chavez. Mm. I, I think he's got a – yeah, that survey that I threw up there at the end of the blog, I thought, you know, pe- people said, oh, top five. I think, I think he's got a good shot of going a yeah. bit, bit higher than that.
3: Because yeah. um, don't forget, like, the, the first climbing stage isn't until, like, stage six. So there's, there's that, that important – Getting him through the first week, which OJ would be perfect for. Like. Mm. Yeah, He's, because they're, vital, they're that type yeah. of team, aren't they, yeah.
1: Rachel? Who th- that's their specialty. This is this is what's new to them is riding GC. What is familiar to them is is riding on the flats. You know, protecting the guys. And this is why I think it's so crucial that he is protected.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, looking at uh, Rob, you you said you. You really like Lander. yes, right? Uh, the team. Well, I,
2: I, I think that he would be a favourite. I don't know if I don't know him. I don't, never met him. Yeah, but I watched him ride, but the, and he was uh, he was Astana last year, and he yeah. picked up a couple. Huh?
3: He came third last he came year. Came third, at the Giro, yeah.
2: And uh, he picked up
0: two
3: stages. I think it's two, two stages yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And you know, he came. He put on a big display. If Sky backs him, you can you know he's going to last the three weeks. Uh, unlike the experiment that they had with Richie which just had misfortune all over it last week. (laughs) And um, Last year. Last year, excuse me. Right. Just a few distractions at the door, but I'll ignore <laughs> that. It's just,
1: it's, it's just it's the it's boss. Actually, it's just the boss. It's terrible when the MD is actually <laughs> looking at you and you're actually at the,
0: doing your job. You know, it's, it's uh, I'm actually sweating right now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. pressure, the pressure. You should have worn a <laughs> linen shirt. You should have gone linen, not cotton. No, but then he'd start thinking I was making too much money if I yeah. was wearing linen. all that, and so. I,
1: You know what I think he's trying to work out? He's trying to lip read you and you've got an SBS Arabic. Big 24 <laughs> mic sock on, and he's going, No, that's English. I've got the photo p- to prove it. I'll that's tweet right. It. That's don't. right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay.
0: okay. Uh,
2: back to topic. Uh, Michelangelo, I don't know. I just thought that of the five or six that you nominated, he's uh, definitely more of a candidate than Stefan Caruso ever will be. But, um, right. yeah, I, it would be, I know what you're saying about Lotto Yumbo, Anthony. You know, they are consistently behind.
0: But also consistently there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Which is the problem. At,
1: what does I that mean?
2: I his praises <laughs> last year. I remember Crowsway. He was attacking, <laughs> attacking, attacking. And when it was a bit tired, the peloton was a bit tired, he attacked again. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've you got to wonder if, if, if he is that good, why would anyone give him any leeway? And that's the difference between him, for example, and the other GC guys. The other guys are going to be marked like there's no tomorrow and we'll, we'll have to wait and see what unfolds it is a bike race and is mm. a, i'm sort of more into reviewing than previewing these days i quite like oh the yeah. old <laughs> <laughs> review the look back the look back yeah well
1: mm. actually there's there's hey, one could guy that have something to do with your publication
2: <laughs> well yeah i mean because i didn't call it ride cycling preview
1: no that's
0: true that was sound, that would
2: sound oh, weird. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah i was almost about to say that sound gay but that's not politically correct and anthony. given that the anthony yeah sorry okay. there's anything wrong with that <laughs>
2: Oh, I watched the Seinfeld last night. Does that count? That one where Kramer gets thrown into the Hudson River.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. Okay. Did he throw himself <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in there? Wasn't he swimming laps and then he got uh, really sick? We're,
0: we're, we're rapidly losing control here. Sorry. sorry. Um, that
1: was Twenty
0: years ago. The, getting back to the review preview thing, because there, there is one writer in the um, in the in the in the Giro d'Italia who we at, the, at this stage of his career we're, we're we're spending a lot of time actually looking back at his career even though he's still very much present and still very much a factor in every race. You're
2: talking about Valverde.
0: And I'm talking right? about <laughs> Alejandro Valverde. So, Rachel, Valverde, this is his first Giro d'Italia.
3: Since ever. ever. Since ever. Yeah, that's forever. right. Yeah, since <laughs> <forever>. <laughs>
0: Since he was born. Right. This is unusual, isn't it, for for a writer of his vintage?
3: Yeah, I think... I'm I don't know, I think he's gonna struggle, to be honest. Really? Yeah, Ooh. that's my big call. I don't even, oh, that's, well, that's, oh, that's <laughs> huge <laughs> I know. Did you watch I, Flesh I think Roll he'll on? I think he'll be in the top five, but I don't know if he's gonna pay
0: And 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 this is the thing about Valverde, right? You know, I think he'll struggle. He'll be in the top five. Yeah, it's when he's Valverde, is that that's how, <laughs> you know,
3: that's how uh, awesome he is. Aww. That's yeah. how awesome <laughs> yeah. Valverde uh,
0: Valverde is. And I think it's it's funny because we've come to appreciate him more as he's as he edges closer to to that day when he's no longer going to be in the peloton, I think, uh, I mean, that's pretty much a view. It's a bit of a fairy tale if he does yeah. win this race.
3: Yeah, well, it would just be unbelievable, really.
0: Now, why yeah. do you think? Why do you think he won't uh, he won't be the Alejandro of old?
3: I, I don't know. I just it's just it's just a vibe. It's just, it's like the castle. It's just yeah. a feeling. It's she, just a really vibe, man. It's yeah. just <laughs> the, the is he lack too of serenity.
0: Is he, too, is he too old now for three
1: weeks?
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd, it's just it's just gonna be too tough, I think. Um, like, and there's just there's some really there's some really edgy, edgy climbing stages there. I just don't know whether he's like you know, can keep up with you know the likes of Lander and Nibbly. Like I just, but I'm not saying like I, like I said, you know, top five. Top five. Yeah. But I just I don't know. I don't think it, he hasn't done it before, and it's the Giro. Like it's it's always hard. Like it's harder than the others others like I don't know in many ways I, I, I'm just guessing you know no, <laughs> you no, uh, <laughs> might struggle
1: to second you might right. struggle as
3: yeah. but, <laughs> but
0: really I mean okay that's I mean that's the whole purpose of, of preview I guess we're just guessing because yeah. you know, a race is a race this is a never, whole like, this is
1: basic We you just call it the <laughs> guess cast.
0: <laughs> the, the guest cast.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Um, I, I called on that topic. I, I, I called Rory uh, Sutherland, the only Australian ever to ride in that Spanish team after thirty-five year history or whatever. Yeah, and he basically texted back and said, "I'm on the bike. Can I call you later?" And he said, I can do an interview in five or six hours. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to get up at three in the morning to have a chat. <laughs> and uh, so he didn't talk, but he has spoken to me about Valverde in the past. And he just thinks that he, although he is aging, he calls him one of the children of the team. He loves to muck around. He's very, uh, And it, uh, that in itself was interesting because we haven't had very much, you know, Aussie insight into Valverde because mm, yeah. we've finally got someone alongside him riding with him. And uh, Rory's full of respect for him. thinks he he manages the the younger guys in the in the team very well. He gets the motivation out of them. He's he's uh, capable of having a laugh at the dinner table. He's not the serious guy that we all perceive him to be because he doesn't speak English and no one really gets to hear from him. And uh, maybe he he can rally around. I think the Giro climbs might suit him very well oh, in contrast to to Rachel's appraisal <laughs> uh, because you know he does tend to. Um, himself to crunch time and i'm just thinking specifically of uh, him winning flesh again and again and again yep. in that he can get to the bottom of what we know is going to be a critical steep bit and then he can just ride away from everyone yep. and that's sort of the giro style climb it's they seem to me to be steeper edgier kind of funkier than the Tour climbs and mm-hmm. um and it's a different point in the season to the world so we can't compare it to his performances yeah. there in the past
3: yeah. and they're not going to have the divided loyalty either with with um container yeah so maybe yeah. I'm just talking I don't I don't even like like
1: think there is divided law lo- I think I spoke about it in last week's podcast I I, I think uh, last year's tour showed he knows his place oh, and that and h- him being granted leadership is a big deal I would say yeah um, perhaps where where I'd concur with. Uh, Rachel is that um first first tour of Italy uh, i I think the lack of familiarity may work against him, but then it could he might just go well whatever
3: mm.
1: you know oh, I'm sure he's to be a leader at, at the at a grand tour and one which he intends to win i I'm sure he's 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 become familiar with the surrounds I'm sure he's wreckied the area so. Um, and then Valverde is Valverde. He, he's he's just that crazy cat who can pull things out of the bag. And so I, I certainly think he's a podium. Like a, a, and if you can finish on the podium, then of the Tour de France, I think you can finish on the podium of the Giro.
0: Yeah.
2: Can I just throw something into the mix? For, based on a discussion I had with Max Tester earlier this week, so I called Max from who's the doctor. Yeah, he's a doctor for BMC Racing, and uh, because we had this sequence of uh, of, uh, of press releases saying X rider from BMC is sick, he can't take, he has to withdraw. X. There was a, a whole, and I, I put them all together, so we've had Richie, Greg Van who's had a crash, but he was also ill earlier in the year, Rowan Dennis, a, a bunch of different people, and I wanted to know with Max what was going on, and he explained with Richie last week, uh, with who he, he pulled out, I think after stage one, yeah. uh, so we didn't really get to see any of him. That uh, so there's a bunch of people who have that objective in Rio, that, that where they don't normally race in the cycling world, uh, later in the year, and that being the Olympics. And uh, Richie had had his uh, vaccine for yellow fever just prior to Romandy, and that's thrown. You know, I don't know. I've never had a vaccine for yellow fever. But I have. I have. I, did before you feel I went to pukey? South.
1: No, I got. Ill almost to the extent I I couldn't go to South America as as a result. So, yeah, it it can lead, there's a small chance it can lead to, yeah, flu-like symptoms.
2: So I think that, I mean, my discussion with Max was all, you know, we covered a lot of ground with with regard to illnesses and bike riders and what what can contribute. And we're coming into that crunch time in the season uh, where they're really needing to peak. And secondly, another huge element to consider for all of these guys is how they manage the pollen because this is suddenly all of that really nasty winterness that's been covering, blanketing Europe in snow is, is vanishing and the gyro generally comes out with the flowers. So everyone's going to be suffering there. Um, and that there's the added aspect this year of people in, in, you know, having to get a vaccine that they don't normally have. Yeah. And how they manage that. Have they done that early in the year? How long does a vaccine last? I don't know any of these things. But these are just things that need to be taken on board that are beyond the ordinary commentary as we lead into a JIRA.
0: That's fantastic yeah. insight. Um, <coughs> it's a, it's an, a grand tour, another grand tour. And we can't, uh, we can't mention a grand tour without talking about the Mr. Grand Tour, Adam Hansen.
2: Ah.
1: Yeah. Freak. He said yeah. freak. <laughs> I posted a thing. We, we chatted in
2: January because we realised it was 10 years since we met when he came third in the Nationals. And I did go through the rigmarole of. Sorry, I'm hogging Did you the say. Conversation. Did you, <laughs> no, did you. Hang on a second.
1: Did you say, Rob, Shut up, 10, 10 years since you met, so you decided yeah. to do something special?
2: Well, it was just. We were having the discussion uh, just prior to the Nationals in January. <laughs>
1: Look at that that sounds quite him, sweet, really.
2: Oh no, we didn't hold hands. Oh, <laughs> it was just oh okay. Like, uh, I said hi, Adam. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Oh, I publish okay. a magazine. Okay. And he said hello, Robert. <laughs> I know your magazine. Okay. okay. And okay. since then, I've become friends with <laughs> Jelmy, his mum, and, Lu- and uh, Louise, his sister, and uh, and and we 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 encourage him and, and Adam's turning 35 on Wednesday of next week and he's back again for Grand Tour number 1000 no it's 20th his
1: 20th, <laughs> Grand, 20? tour, 20th Grand Tour
0: his 20th Grand Tour but how many in a row is it 14 or 15 four,
1: four 14 no the, oh, this yeah. will yeah. be yeah. The, the 15th or no the no. tour will be the 15th wow the oh, ok if he goes to the tour but I anyway if he goes <laughs> to the tour no he's, he's been selected for every single Grand Tour after yeah, yeah, to yeah. 2020 <laughs> actually yeah, yeah. he'll <laughs> go through and he's, he's still yeah.
2: talking about riding for another 10 years so you can add yeah. that up uh, but the but the but the, but the point was I just before posting my summary of of, of, of Hanson's appraisal of all of the Grand Tours, which is to say he summarised it best by saying they are all the best, um, and then he gives his reasons why. I quickly text Gelma, his mum, to say is he riding and she wrote back of course. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we just needed to know that he wasn't uh, you know suffering yellow fever. Symptoms? Symptoms. Symptoms or anything you know, one,
0: one can't imagine that Adam Hansen would suffer from yellow <laughs> fever. One, w- one would imagine that, you know, he's like the Chuck Norris of cycling, yeah. that mm. yellow fever would suffer from Adam well, Hansen. Anthony is, is
2: in, a, in a fetal position in the corner of the airport. Adam <laughs> would be just punching yellow fever in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, some, some. that's why I don't interview bike riders anymore because they, they felt they suffered some yellow fever from my um, sort of probing questions. Ah. Oh.
0: Right. Mm. Yes. <coughs> there's that.
1: There's that um, what's that? Were they using Scooby Doo when they that, that pesky Anthony? Chandler. Ah, yes, that's right.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh. Um, Aussies in the race. <sighs> uh, Come on, Rory. I've spoken about him. Okay, we've mentioned Rory. Yeah, yeah I, I was th- gonna say Rory. Hold used, on. Let's see if we can put them all together. Jay oh. McCarthy. Right. Jay McCarthy.
3: Uh, Jack, Jack Bobridge.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Lee Howard and Heinrich Halsla. Yep. Yeah. How many are you up to? Uh, <laughs> all the OGA? Is, is, all the OG is Tanner
0: going? No Tanner. No, no Tanner. No, yeah. no Tanner. And then the OGA's? Yep. So they're, yeah. they're 11. Rory. Do we say Rory? Yeah. We said Rory. Oh. We started Adam with Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam. of course Adam. Right. So there are 11 Australians in the race. Um. Some would, uh, oh, they some should
2: would all win a stage. They, they,
0: well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's actually a pretty good crew because, you know, yeah, you get somebody you like Lee Howard, it. for example, and yeah, Lee's actually had a pretty decent year this mm. year. Yeah. Uh, coming back from injury and whatever with orca green before he he's moved to i am cycling um so lee's the kind of guy who could who could carry some speed into a hard stage with a hard finish mm-hmm. heinrich yeah. heinrich is also the same kind of rider in many ways mm-hmm. um obviously and jack he, is
2: just and
0: jack <laughs> is jack and he's liable to do just about anything on any given day mm. yeah um That's so that'll be
3: oh, that, yeah i just think that there's gonna there's gonna be something from one of those guys like it's like something explosive, maybe a solo win from Adam Hansen as well, like on a breakaway. Like I don't know. It's just I, I'm just excited. I guess About like yeah, yeah. It's a good it's a good crew. Like yeah, 11, Rachel's so.
1: big kev excited. Who's no. <laughs> that?
3: <laughs> because because he, well, he's, <laughs> he's dead
1: now, but he used That's to right. get excited before he died.
0: Because um because you you know you spend so much time on social, uh, Rachel. the Australian writers. So do you. Uh, okay, well that's a given yeah. but you know but he can't uh, ask himself a question. <laughs> <know>. On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you can rob uh, because you've um, got two handles,
2: you got. I'm not Donald
0: Trump, you know.
2: <laughs> You're going to win bigly, is that what you mean?
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um who who of all the Australian crew that are going to be at the Giro? I mean Adam Hansen would be the biggest fan favorite?
3: Well, yeah, of course, He hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everyone they love him he was yeah.
2: Australian cyclist of the year popularity vote what yeah, do they call it popular people's vote choice. Yeah. People's, people's choice, choice. people's yeah. choice yeah
0: pc the man of the people he is right and then we've got of course Esteban Chavez who's an honorary Australian yeah, yeah. right who we're all going to be pulling behind mm-hmm. to win a grand tour for an Australian team even yeah. though he's Colombian
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: rob made an interesting observation you i think i was Just one. C- comparing a, uh, chavez with well, you weren't comparing Chavez with Mitch Docker, but yeah, I mean, there's we don't know actually a lot about Chavez. I mean, we just know he's got this bloody great smile, and he's always happy. It seems it's uh, terrible, isn't it? I hate people. Yeah, like that. yeah, it's uh, that's why I like <laughs> hanging around you. And he's an altitude
2: uh, native. Uh, that's oh, a whole yeah. new vernacular, uh, isn't it? Altitude
0: native, mm.
1: Robert. <laughs> <laughs> what's 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 Rob saying? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, yeah. It's just that it's a whole he's new a thing. He's a Colombian and they're born and they, yes. they, they're yeah. Born yeah. And they live in the mountains. Yeah, what do we know yeah, he's, about
3: he's hey wrong. now, hey now, how <coughs> now?
2: Anyway. Yeah, is he back? Is he going? No, is he gone? Is he yeah. finished? Is yeah. it done a and dusted? Goodbye. Farewell. It's kind of
0: weird. It's kind of weird. I don't, uh, it's just the science is difficult. Okay. Anyway, do we have another topic? Or yes, we, we do. Yeah. Right, so we're going to move on. We're going to move on from the Giro because we really we do have need
3: got predictions for the. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. Actually, <laughs> let's. That's a good idea. Oh. Let's go with you, Rachel.
3: First. Well, you can't go past Nibali, but I don't want to pick him. So I'm going to. I'm with Rob. I'm Le- Landale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy has got a. Re- got a really strong team for him. they not. They haven't sent their, you know, leftovers for the Giro. They've really built it around him. So.
2: Okay. Well I said lander earlier, I'll I'll continue with that one. Okay. Mm. I'd love to see Nibbly win. Yeah. Because it just gets the biggest roar from my five year old. He loves <laughs> Vincenzo Nibbly. Right. Even when it.
0: even when Vincenzo's holding onto a car. It doesn't matter.
2: He okay. just like and, and if you hear a five year old say Vincenzo Nibbly, it's really cute.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: It just rolls off his tongue. Oh. Anthony? Um I think Nibbly is going to win, so that will uh you know, please Rob's son. Uh but I want Valverde to win. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think he will win. I don't sorry, I don't want him to win. I think he will win. Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. And you Phil? Um, sure I the, no I, I, I have the, a certain a I have a certain pitches.
1: fondness for Rigoberto
0: Uran. Oh. Right. right. and he's a guy who's come close on, on a number of occasions. Mm. I don't mm. necessarily think he's with the team that, that can deliver him a win. If they won Cannondale's, a Cannondale's really weird um, yes. in terms of delivering riders where they should be delivered. Um, there's something oh, about yeah. it that never seems quite as organized as other teams, but I've got a fondness for Rigo, and uh, mm. I'm going to throw my hat
2: He's in the ring native. for him.
0: And mm. another Colombian, yes, mm. that's right. But uh, my top three, uh, let's just say Rigo, Alejandro, and Vincenzo. Cool. That's Only it. Only because nice.
2: uh, if you uh, if your name ends in O, you're in <laughs> You're out. Chance. That's right. Sorry, Esteban. <laughs> <laughs> Estebano. That's right. Yes. So
0: now. No. Uh, let's. We're, we're going to segue to to another important topic With music? in cycling. We've got to, no, no. We're going to do it music free, music, music free, mm-hmm. music free. Right. We're just going to segue to this this uh, final topic uh, today, which is a pretty major one in cycling at the moment. It's it's a bit of a cauldron uh, around uh, Jess Varnish and, and what's happening in British cycling and involving Australian coach who's actually a British cycling coach uh, Shane Sutton. Uh, this vexed issue of uh, sexism in cycling, and of course we've got issues regarding um, uh, you know, equity in the sport, uh, which of course is getting better. I think we can all acknowledge it's getting better. But this blew up, and uh, so we've got this s- alleged sexism issue. I'm gonna say alleged, um, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of he said, she said in this, uh, in this discussion. Um, and as it stands, uh, Sutton has, been, has resigned his position with Richard Cycling over certain types of comments he's made and other athletes have come in in support of Shane, Others have supported Jess. Others have supported a system that needs to change. Uh, Some people sit on the fence, et cetera. Uh, Rob, I'm going to start with you, because you did something interesting earlier on uh, when this was all breaking. With uh, with a really well known coach uh, by the name of Heiko Salzbiedel,
2: yeah
3: uh,
0: who if you know Australian cycling you know Heiko, yeah. if you know German cycling you know Heiko, if you know Russian, a, Danish, Russian cycling, Dutch. everybody knows Heiko. He's a phenomenal coach, yeah. and uh, someone is always worth listening to.
2: Well, yeah, look, I'd sort of made it. A- a call not to make much of a commentary on it, just to watch the the social media outpouring, and there was plenty, and with good <laughs> reason. But a lot of it was uh, just based on uh, on on emotion, and and I still think that calling anyone names is really wrong. That, so I don't. I'm not endorsing what Shane Sutton does in terms of name-calling, but it's not new to him. It's not like he's isolated Jess Varnish and she's to be the first to cop the vitriol. So that's one thing to, to, to reference. And then I thought, well, there's been so much commentary. I'll get someone who knows Shane well, and uh, I've known him for over 20 years, and I, I, I talk with him and I've, I have enjoyed my discussion with him, and he's certainly given me a, a, pre, a pretty big verbal serve in the, in the past. But as you say, I talked to um, Heiko about it and Heiko prefaced the, whole, the rest of the discussion by saying that he is a big supporter of Shane. 50% of the reason he's gone to British Cycling was so that he could work with Shane. He's a guy who, even if he, if he lacked tact, he certainly brings out very good things in his athletes and his staff and people t- do like working with him, even if he is as blunt as something that's particularly blunt um and then as a hammer uh, and then you know we couldn't really deviate further than from that with the discussion with Heiko because the, basically uh Jess was in the, the sprint women's program um, and Heiko's in the men's endurance program so there wasn't any real he couldn't make reference to Jess in particular but he was saying that it, uh, it's a shame that Shane has been forced to resign and he was forced he didn't do it of his own volition uh his uh his I dare say he'll pop back up again because he has had incidents in and out of British cycling. And um, mm. then we saw after that a bit of a, a pouring out of, of support from the likes of Sir Chris Hoy. Uh, Garen Thomas did a piece. Uh, Peter Kenyuk tried to voice his concern, <laughs> but he did it in the worst possible way, which is his foot-in-mouth yeah. disease, um, you know... I could go on about it for yeah, a fair while, yeah, but yeah, what yeah. I will say is that Jess is currently training in Australia. She's in Melbourne. No. She's got an Australian coach. I, I've spoken with him uh, last week about all that's unfolded. And uh, we didn't go on the record, but he, I asked the pivotal question, and that is had he spoken with Jess about the outfall of her open letter and there was significant fallout, mm-hmm. outfall, fallout, and, um, and he had, yes. Did she expect that uh, the ramifications that have come? No, she hadn't. Hmm. And uh, is she a bit regretful? He would preferred not to say. Yeah. So, you know, like we wish everyone involved that they find the right solution. I think that the problem is, is that there's a coach-athlete uh, relationship here. And when I was getting a whole lot of vitriolic re- responses into my uh, <laughs> Sal's Weedle thing, I reminded people that if you had the dialogue between coach and athlete... In any sport, in any realm, in, in, in any high-pressure situation, and we're talking about going to the Olympics, so it is high-pressure, it's not going to be, excuse me, please, but would you mind please getting this time? It's just <coughs> blunt discussion. There's a reason that Shane P- Sutton's popular, because he achieves things. There's a reason Gordon Ramsay is popular, because he swears like a bear, if bears swear. Um, you know, <laughs> like he, 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 He's vulgar, and he's popular because of his vulgarity. And no one seems to shoot him down and say, hey, you're calling people's names. Well, plenty of people do, but he continues to hold his job. Mm -hmm. Similarly, you know, like there's a whole raft of other people who swear a lot, and Shane's not (laughs) unique. Excuse me, I went too long evidently. Yeah, that was. I yeah, like was, okay.
3: thank, that you was thank you everybody. I've just cut. I've just cut it uh, off. Yeah. What was I saying before about banking some sleep? No, just <laughs> joking. Yeah. Just joking, Rob. I've
0: got to. Rachel, um, you're obviously you know you, you're involved in, in quite a few of these discussions online uh, about oh, this particular issue, and and you had a chance to observe. You know, I mainly people, observe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You had a chance to observe what was happening on uh, on social media with this. Uh, there was a bit of a battleground, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, like uh, I, I totally agree with Rob's viewpoint in one sense in that, like you said about the dialogue, you know, if you'd actually put it all out there. But I, I just... The other thing, the issue for me um, is these other people that came out of the woodwork and, um, you know, it wasn't just about shane like and and the way he speaks and his manner it was more about the actual sort of sense of entitlement of the men's track and um road cycling program in british cycling and that's that's for me is the is the bigger issue um and i hope hopefully an investigation will kind of un like reveal that a bit more and and if you actually look at garrett thomas's statement he's careful in what he said uh, he he said, "Yeah, look, my experience with Shane is a is a great one," but he he then said, "But I want I, I'm, I um I'm, I want the investigation to be done and and done well because there is there is sexism in, in British cycling and that that's what I'm concerned about. Like, there you can say alleged stuff, but there was one thing confirmed, and that was." Um, when they, when the women wanted to ride the Olympic road course in 2012, and they wanted to go out with the guys before their test event, they weren't allowed to, and they were stuck in the car. Like they had to, they were actually told just get back in the car, and that those sort of things, like that's that's for me is more important than yes than mm. any kind of yeah okay he has to go he has to become more more evolved and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> it's it's the thing that it's the system that let him. Let him get away with this for so many years. Who was in charge then? Well, Cooks and himself. You know, those kind of it's those sort of things that concern me. But that's all. So, yeah.
0: so in the end, really, what this was, this, and that's the way it looked to me. In the end, it was it was less about the specific incidences yeah. of the relationship between Jess Varnish and Shane Sutton, and then you had all these other all this other stuff that was kind of wrapped up in it that was just waiting to explode. Yeah, Which indicates that what you had was an institution that really hadn't addressed a whole bunch of other issues leading up to this issue, Mm. and this issue was just a catalyst to to be able to address those things. Mm. So, you know, it's it's just terrible for everyone.
2: I think Shane Mm. Sutton is a fascinating point of discussion, and I have many an anecdote about him, very few of which I could really relate (laughs) on this podcast, because they go on for a long time. It's not to do with vulgarity, but (laughs) but they're He's an um, an amazingly interesting character, and it's it's what makes Shane Sutton probably even more uh, intriguing is the contrast that exists between Shane Sutton and his brother Gary Sutton. And uh, uh, a couple of months ago, uh, someone from the ABC had asked me about some stories leading into Rio. What could we talk about? And I said, there's a really obvious story, and that is Shane and Gary. Gary is coaching the women's endurance for Australia. He's all over it. He's a super gentleman of the sport. He ever m- there's no one I know who has a bad word to say about Gary Sutton. He's a fabulous guy, uh, lived in the Shire for a long time, moved to Adelaide so he could be closer to the, 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 the facility in Adelaide. And and he is first class every step of the way. Shane is chalk and cheese to Gary and, and it's fascinating discussion and, and it's something that could be pursued with... Uh, with a lot of interest to to do a comparison of that pair and how they've evolved from their upbringing in Maori um, all those years ago, and um, I don't know, I could go on for well, a, long Rob, time. You a you little okay. bit of trivia. On on Shane. On. Yeah. No, no,
1: Rob, you've had I think Rob's yeah, wait, had probably about five minutes okay. worth <laughs> of. And, and actually,
0: what we'll do is we'll <laughs> end end this with you, and then we'll we'll just go on. So
1: I, I would say that in, you know, in the context of what Rob said about Shane's success as a coach. You would, uh, I could argue that Shane is is a lot more successful than Gary Sutton as a coach. And then, okay, I think also that you can have um, you can make sexist remarks, but that doesn't make you categorically sexist. That a lot of people make throwaway lines, you know, in the workplace and. Shane is – I've also had a, a number of conversations with Shane like during the tour, during heated moments, and he does say things which uh, are quite abrasive. But I, I, you don't go, oh, that guy's a prick. I just think that's, that's him being Shane Sutton. Uh, and there's also uh, – clearly, you know, you don't want – want, people do want equality in – in cycling, but it's also, um, and yeah, you don't want incidents like what happened, what Rachel described in, in London. You know, that, that stuff shouldn't go on. But also, I, I want to say in the broader context, this, this doesn't just apply to British cycling. I don't want Shane yeah, Sutton yeah. to be the scapegoat, yeah, and that's how exactly. I feel. Yep. I'm, I'm sick of that. I don't, you know, as you know, Phil, I, I'm off social media. I, I don't follow it because this is, it's a very... Um, it's a, it's, it's a very strong subset of, of the, the crowd, the the voice of the the public. And, and it's, and it's quite skewed because you you get Mm. nutters on social (laughs) and, uh, so you get nutters off social, but I think the people who often correspond with each other, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like this one, one vitriolic voice just wanting to string someone up and I'm sure you'd find sexist comments within Australian cycling, you know other other cycling circles so not not defending him but you know just don't think it's isolated to British cycling and Shane Sutton
0: Okay let's take a deep breath after all of that because we're going to come to a close here now um, but before we go, uh, here's a reminder of what we're going to be doing with the Giro d'Italia. Yes, it's live on TV, as expected, uh, every night from approximately uh, 11 p.m. Uh, but there's some earlier starts, which are around uh, 9, 9.30. And we'll let you know about those on social media. Um, we're starting uh, our streaming early uh, each night, uh, as soon as the international signal comes in. That's approximately 10.30 every evening. Uh, some nights it will be 9 uh, p.m. Uh but keep a keep an eye on your on your local TV guide for uh, for details as far as TV is concerned, and for sleepyheads who don't stay up late and who have uh, commitments like uh, work, what is that, <laughs> right? Uh, we're gonna have highlights every night at uh, 5 p.m. and uh, good luck uh, with uh, trying to avoid the spoilers uh, during the course of the day. Uh, the race will also be available on your mobile device of choice, as we mentioned earlier, at the top. Uh, so head to your Apple or Google store and download the SBS Giro d'Italia tracker, powered by Latap Australia, right now. And that's it from us. We'll have to uh, see you in a couple of weeks unless something monumental happens in the sport before that.